so I'm back with more letters from the editor. I don't know if you caught that last time, but this is yet another Voice and Vibes. And today I wanna talk to you about what would you do if nobody told you how to create your business or also if nobody told you how to create your life. I am an only child, which translates to, yes, I can be spoiled, but also I'm heavily influenced by my parents because it was just me and them. So a lot of my life, I did things to make sure that they were pleased with me and to make sure that the atmosphere in the house was, you know, happy and lighthearted. Um, my dad is a jokester. My mom can be too, but she can also be serious. So I'm like the happy medium of the both of them. So I did things like ballet, <laughs> um, jazz, tap, modern dance, basketball, track, played the piano. I did everything. My mom did dance when she was young, so she wanted to share that with her little girl. My dad did sports when he was young, and he wanted to share that with his little girl because he always wanted one. Um, so I was caught in the middle of this idea of what my life was gonna look like based on what made my parents the happiest because that's when my life was the happiest. I went to college, and um, my minor was leadership studies, and part of leadership studies, well, a large component of it was personal development. So we took all these personality tests um, at the beginning of my college, and then we took them again when we graduated. And without the influence of my parents, my personality went to from, I think it was like, whatever, I hate to say it, but they call it the bitches of the world. I, it's like an ESTJ, something like that. I went from that to an INFJ, like literally without the influence of my parents, my whole personality changed completely. Coming back home from college, I was, I responded to them differently. I reacted to them differently. Uh, we were still the great little happy-go-lucky family that we always were, but right around, you know, 25, I was like, all right, I got to go. <laughs> I have my own ideals for what I want in my life, and you guys still want me to be 16. My dad kind of, like, wanted me to be 12. But it was all out of love, but I just still needed a little bit space to figure out more what I wanted my life to look like without the influence of what they thought was best for me out of love completely. And I think that relates to how a lot of us run our businesses. You know, we're out here, we're influenced by the influencers, we see these trends, and you have this idea, this vision that's birthed in you, and then you compare it and contrast it to what you see in the world, and you shape it and you mold it based on what somebody who one day started exactly where you were with nothing and just an idea is now telling you how to live out that idea. And I think it would behoove, yes, behoove, a lot of us to take a step back and give ourselves space to just imagine, dream, and create. Like, whatever your business idea is, write it out, plan it out, like act as if, write as if it's already been created. Then go back and kind of deconstruct it and work from the end back to where you are now. And scale, it's baby steps. Nobody said that you had to post on Instagram every single day at noon. And nobody said that you had to have an Instagram, a Snapchat, a Twitter, whatever else. I don't know, I'm getting old, so I can't keep up with all these platforms. But about like five years ago, they didn't exist and businesses were still successful. Before the internet, businesses were still able to be successful. So you can't let what someone is telling you that is today's metrics of success and measures of success and tools to create success be the only thing that you allow yourself to use to try to create the business that you want. Part of why it's a struggle for you is because, again, your vision doesn't exist. It's yours. It's your job to bring it to life. It's your job to have the discernment. It's your job to have the trust. It's your job to literally be the architect. 
And yes, I am all about not reinventing the wheel. I have some really intricate stories about how I creatively use the minds of others <laughs> to get through undergrad and grad school. Well, my first graduate program. I don't know if you know, but I am an MBA school dropout because I literally could not do that shit. I went and found a program that did not require the GMAT or the GRE, but it did require the same amount of effort. And that's where I got my master's degree. But anyways, the bottom line is, <laughs> if you want to create it, you will. If you don't want to create it, you will find an excuse. If you're not ready right now because of fear or whatever, you will hide behind research of everyone else's tips and tricks and how-tos instead of getting out there and failing forward. And I hate to use the word fail because there really is no such thing as failure per se. Failure is just an outcome that's different than what you desired. And then you attribute the feelings of what would be a failure to it. But however you make mistakes and learn from them and build, measure, and repeat, that's what you need to do in your business. You don't need to get online and see what is the ideal time to post to Instagram. Just post the shit to Instagram and move on. If it's Twitter, post it to Twitter and move on. If it's a blog post, write it when you feel compelled and write it when you feel like you have something to say and post it. Like move beyond creating these schedules and these other limitations, which are just procrastination. In my own life, I didn't really think that people cared about mindfulness and mindset awareness and mindset mastery about, um, I'll probably give it like three, three or four years ago. I think it was like 2015 when I went and got my LLC. Wait, it's definitely 2019 now. Okay, so I might give it a little bit longer than that. Um, but I had been sitting on the idea of the intersection of business and mindfulness since I was in grad school. Well, since I was in grad school the first time. And I waited. I didn't think people were going to be ready to receive it. I didn't think people were going to care. Um, and I kept trying to mask the idea of the intersection of business and mindfulness under other things so that it would be more palatable for um, my target audience. And... All that just boils down to I was wasting time and shit. And now where I am, mindfulness, mindset development, yada, 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 is such a buzzword. You have quacks. You have overnight gurus. Now I'm in the midst of a mess of people who aren't actually there to help. They're just actually there to make a dollar. So maybe had I actually taken my own advice a couple years back, it would be different right now. And it'd be easier for me to cut through the bullshit and for people to actually understand that mindset mastery, mindset development is an actual skill. It is something that you have to learn outside of a blog post and a book. And it is something that you have to practice daily in your life before you can help anyone do half of the things that they are able to do when they master their mindset. So for you, figure it out what it is for you. What is your lane? What is it that you're doing? What do you want it to look like? And how can you cut through the bullshit now and cut through the procrastination now and stop doubting yourself today and actually get out there and make the moves that you want to make in your industry? So that is all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll be back later, maybe next week, maybe the week after. I can't make any promises. But until then, make sure that you're out there living intentional and being your best self every day.